thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. You're listening to The One Minute Mindfulness Show with Vicki Kelly and Natalie McGiver. This is the One Minute Mindfulness Show where we explore the awesome power of paying attention and mindfulness plus everyday ways to strengthen your mental muscle. I'm Vicki Kelly and it's a welcome to the show and today I'm really excited to have Dr. Elise Ballew on our show. Elise is the founder and developer of a program called Mindful in May, which we'll hear a lot more about, an online global mindfulness campaign that has been teaching thousands of people worldwide to meditate whilst raising funds to build clean water projects in the developing world. She's a trained doctor in psychiatry, and apart from running Mindful in May, Elisa's passion is coaching people to reach their full potential at the Mind Life Project, and we'll hear uh, more about that. Uh, Dr. Elisa's work has been featured in the Huffington Post, in New York Times, and on many platforms in Australian television. So it's a welcome to you, Elise. Thank you, Vicky. Thanks for having me. Hey, well, I was so excited. We got to uh, briefly connect last week as an introduction, and I was so excited to hear about your program, Mindful in May. So just to just to start off with, how did you first get involved or excited and passionate about mindfulness in particular? So why mindfulness? Well, it started a very long time ago. I actually grew up with a mother who had bookshelves full of meditation books and, you know, books Our by John. <laughs> yeah, by John Kabat-Zinn and Thich Nhat Hanh and Jack Cornfield. So I think I was very lucky in that way to have that exposure from a very young age. So I was sort of reading a lot of these books when I was very young and then mum would take me to, you know, various conferences on body and mind and body-mind connection. And I remember doing my first meditation with some Tibetan monks at one of these conferences. I think I must have been 12. And, wow. And they guided a Tibetan meditation on a meditation on death. It was a little bit intense for a 12-year-old, but I must say I really actually did find it fascinating and enjoyed it. But then fast forward, um, it was really not until I was working as a doctor um, that I both heard about the research and was understanding that mindfulness was being used clinically in in lots of different areas of medicine and mental health, um, that I became extremely curious about it. And then also just needing my own way to manage stress better in my job. So those things kind of came together and and that was really where I became very committed to the practice and because I found it extremely beneficial and then the more I learned about the science, the more motivated I was to continue to practice. And it's interesting having you would have come through the whole traditional side of, of the practice and philosophy of mindfulness and meditation and then now moving forward and sort of fusing it with the science as a practicing doctor of psychiatry, where do you think that intersection is currently, given the emerging sciences that are coming through? I think, I mean, a lot of people sort of ask, you know, why is just mindfulness so popular? What's going on with that, that it's everywhere at the moment? And I do believe that that's a result of just the huge amount of research that is available already and that is continuing to happen, uh, which is just, I suppose, helping people in the Western world to really open their eyes and understand that I think what we're in now is really a revolution of the mind in a way, like a really a new way of understanding 
through concepts like neuroplasticity and i.e. the way that we, you know, use our brains and minds can shape our own brains and minds uh-huh, from yeah. a structural function perspective. I think that it's very optimistic and people are getting excited about that because it gives us a sense of empowerment, much more empowerment around our own happiness and well-being. So, um, and isn't it interesting in the West we sort of re- rely on this, uh, this, the science behind things before we before they tend to take hold. In the East, they've been practicing these principles for thousands of years. And we, we seem to be just catching up in science. <laughs> yeah, it does appear that way. And science got the better of us and technology in particular, and we were uh, we were cut off for a, a little bit. So it's a welcome back again. So yep. before this uh, happens again, do tell us all about Mindful in May, about the, particularly about the project Mindful in May. Mm. So Mindful in May is a global online one-month meditation challenge and it's aimed at people that have never meditated before but that are interested in learning mindfulness meditation. Perhaps they haven't had time to go and do a course or life's just gotten too busy. And basically um, the the, the program and challenge, the idea is that people take a a 10-minute-a-day challenge for the month of May. They get a full program, digital program, delivered every day in May and they get sponsored to commit to this challenge and the money that they raise through their sponsorship goes to contributing to building clean water wells in developing countries. And our partner charity is Charity Water in the, in the United States. So they're wow. the charity that the money goes to. And so the program includes weekly or twice weekly audio meditation downloads that people get to keep. Um, and it also includes video interviews that I've done with uh, many of the leading um, experts in the field around mindfulness, the brain, some of the research, it's actually some of the scientists that have come out with the the key pieces of research around mindfulness and how it can benefit you. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it's a very inclusive program and the idea is that you create a clear mind for you and clean water for others by wow, participating. Wow, that's amazing. Meditating, mindfulness for the greater good. Yeah, exactly. And how long has this program been going, Elise? So I started the I started the campaign four years ago. So it'll be yeah. And it was your baby. Your you birthed a whole program and yeah, had, the, well, had the idea. Yeah. Well, interestingly, I like to tell people because it's a nice sort of motivator that um, I was coming to the end of my psychiatry training, my psychiatry exams, and one day I was in meditation, and literally the idea came to me when I was in meditation, which I'm sure you can relate to. This mm. that sense of the way that meditation can create space in your mind for yeah. sort of things to bubble up. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. And so you you had the thought, the insight, the the download, if you like, and then from there, but how long did it take you to get the program up and running? Well, I think I had the idea in about September of that year okay. and then obviously, yeah, the first running was the May the, May the following year. But, wow. you know, I think that, you know, I had this idea and a, a sort of big idea and I could see that it would be really fun to have this one month of the year where people from all around the world can do this together for a good cause. But, of course, when I started it, it was, you know, it was playful and I was just experimenting with a new idea and seeing how that would go. And it was only when after the first year it, it went very well um, beyond what I was expecting mm. that I saw that, oh, there's a lot of energy here and, you know, that's obviously because it was it was an idea that came at the right time at a time where 
people were really moving very quickly towards mindfulness and meditation and the science supporting it. Yeah, and wanting to wanting to uh, call back their energy and their attention from all of the distractions out there which hijack us at, at every turn. Yes. And so if uh, you sign up as, as part of this program and what is, now it's been going, did you say four years? Four years, yeah. Four years. So what's some of the feedback of the people that have been on the program? Yeah, so we've had um, actually some different companies join up, including Google, which was really quite exciting. Google. Um, yeah, they got on board a couple of years ago and they're, they're going to be participating again this year. In fact, they did a double double the donations. So they did like they matched the donations and doubled them last wow. year, which was just incredible. Um, but we also have um, sort of more more known ambassadors. So one of our ambassadors from Australia is Magda Zabanski. Yes, yeah. And she said that she's done different kinds of meditations, but she really loved Mindfully Made because it was just 10 minutes a day and she said that was completely manageable and she was able to commit to it and then it actually set her up into a complete habit and she's been meditating every day since she did the challenge. Um, So I think that one of the strengths that people find from this program is that it's it's a it's kind of sets you up for it's a manageable commitment it's still challenging to do 10 minutes every day absolutely but it it i think it leaves people wanting to do more meditation rather than sort of having to commit to 30 minutes a day and feeling like you're a failure because you haven't been able to do it exactly um, yeah it builds people up and i think look every year hundreds of emails come in and that just is such a it's such a um, warming of the heart, you know, to receive these emails and also motivates me to keep running it because people just get a huge amount of benefit and they're always surprised that it came from just 10 minutes a day. Yeah, and and that's the thing that, that I mean, this show is called the One Minute Mindfulness Show and so we're, we're always looking for short forms of mindfulness practice that people can entangle into their everyday living practices and so that from my experience in working with lots of people over the past 15 years, particularly when it comes to contemplative practice or meditation practice, is it's another thing that they have to fit into their already busy, rushed out, stressed and overwhelmed lives. And to do to find time to meditate for a lots of people seems almost impossible. So 10 minutes a day being part of an online program and an online community, I think is a really fantastic way of being able to get more people engaged and enrolled in this amazing and really powerful tool that that is a mindfulness practice. So as a mindfulness practitioner and as a mindfulness, obviously you have a practice of your own. What's your favorite mindfulness practice, Elise? Uh, look, I think for me, I just always come back to the breath practice. Mm. Um, I don't know. I just, it feels, there are so many different practices, but. And is just, there anything particularly about your breath? Is it focusing? Well, I, yeah, I love, I love the way that, um, I really love the way that as you become more familiar with your own breath, it gives you so much information. And mm. I remember, and this is probably relevant for people that maybe are newer to meditation or mindfulness. I remember when I started the meditation practice and particularly the breath and I I just didn't really get it. I used to just think like how boring to focus (laughs) on the breath. I really, I just remember that feeling like 
what this is really boring. Um, but as you practice more and more, it just gets more and more engaging and fascinating. And and I just love the way that I can do my practice. And over sort of twenty minutes, I just feel a physiological shift that's very profound. In the, I can feel my nervous system settling, yeah. and I can notice the difference between the pace and rate and quality of my breath in the beginning of a meditation and at the end. And yeah, it's just a wonderful feeling to know that you have a tool at your disposal that you can kind of be the boss of of, of how aroused and kind of chaotic your system is, mm. you know, just bring that back down. So I really yeah, like so, it. So your breath. And the great thing about the breath is we have to carry it wherever we go. <laughs> we yeah, take we yeah. take it for granted and so to, to uh to get into relationship with it, I think is 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 a powerful tool. And so within the within your mindful in May program, is it predominantly focused around any style of mindfulness practice? No, we go through the many different practices. So starting with the body awareness, and then moving to the breath, and then and then moving to the mind, and 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 diving into sort of developing a more mindful relationship with thoughts and then finishing off with kind of a loving kindness, compassion practice. Um, right. So you sort of include all the cornerstones and elements of, of mindfulness. Yeah, yeah. In. Okay, great. Yeah. You know, you mentioned it um, earlier in the, in the interview that it was for people um, beginning or wanting to enter into and open up that window of, of a, a meditation or mindfulness practice. I have spoken to a few people who are more experienced in um, their practice of mindfulness who were part of your program mm -hmm. and varying from people who'd been practicing for, you know, one or two years right through to someone who'd been practicing for five over five years and they were part of your program and said that they were a little bit reluctant about, you know, signing up going, oh, it's sort of a beginner's thing. But they yeah. said they got so much out of it and it was, for them, it was about being part of a community, mm, that meditation yeah. for the greater yeah. good. But the interviews that you have apparently, and I haven't been part of the program, although that will be, um, <laughs> my one minute practice will be signing up for Mindful in May. <laughs> Uh, they said the the interviews and the the resources that you have available in your program were incredible, and they learnt so much. So I I don't think it, it's just for the for the beginners from the people that I've spoken with. Well, that's yeah. Look, that's really it's it's great to hear that, and I have you know people have fed that back to me. Um, but I guess I like to really make sure that I'm delivering a huge amount of value to people. So yeah. I think that, you know, if you are a beginner, I, firstly, I just want to make it clear to people that this is geared to people that have never meditated before. So you can just hop on board and learn everything you need to know. Um, but I, yeah, I guess I say it because I always like to make sure I'm delivering a huge amount of value. And I, I think that people that are newer get just a massive amount of value and people that are more experienced still get stuff out of it, but probably, you know, there's more reinforcement so forth. But, but having said that also, I think the interviews, um, you know, I, I just feel really privileged and I love running the program because I get to interview people um, that, you know, whose books have just profoundly changed the way I think about things. And and so these are really just extraordinary people and um, to, to have an opportunity to just like, you know, learn from them in sort of a 20, 30-minute interview is, is really um, valuable and, and meaningful. So, yeah. So enough, enough. How do we, how do we sign up? When do we sign up? It starts obviously the 1st of May. 
Yeah, so basically um, the thing, the funny thing about this challenge is you have to actually register before May because doors close on April the 30th. Okay. Um, the idea is um, we launched on the 23rd of March and um, so you can register through the website mindfulinmay.org and you can register as an individual but what's really fun is to actually create a meditation fundraising team so you can create a team at your workplace or with your family um, and then your each of your fundraising efforts come together as a group and so you can really see what impact you can you can create together and um, and do you find the I would imagine that that uh, aligning it with a campaign for charity and in, and in this case a, an amazing an amazing campaign in um, building clean water for people yeah does it it would help us hold ourselves accountable to to our own practice that was exactly the idea it was that you know we all know how hard it is to stick to any kind of habit so the idea the idea of the bad ones seem to be easier though Ali yeah exactly (laughs) I could eat every day um but um yeah this idea was let's just all do this together the same sort of period of time and do it, dedicate your practice to, to something higher than yourself and connect, you know, and the whole practice of mindfulness really um, activates compassion and a sense of interconnectedness. And that's mm-hmm. what really everybody feels through the program because not only are they doing the practice with thousands of other people around the world, but they are also connected to other people in the world that are struggling each day to access the most basic human right and need which is clean Mm. safe drinking water which kind of blows my mind but um so yeah so so it is it's a do something good nourish yourself and and help change someone else's life okay so bottom line you've been going now for four years this is this will be your fifth Uh, no this will be my fourth year so this is the fourth year so you've had three three campaigns so far and you're going into your fourth do you know how many wells or how many what's yeah, what's the impact? The, yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, over the three years, we've raised three hundred thousand dollars for charity water. Wow. Um, yeah, and that's congratulations. Really, that is that yeah, is incredible. It, it is amazing, and um, and that money has already been sort of put into projects. So the projects take about eighteen months from the campaign to end of being built, and we've got um, projects in Ethiopia. Rwanda and um and there's something built in Malawi now wow so that's I mean it's it's basically it's 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 literally impacted and transformed the lives of you know over I think 6,000 people in some of these communities wow how amazing to be part of that program I'm definitely jumping on board and and registering myself and my team for uh, this amazing (laughs) campaign and so we can we can connect and, and get to know you through the Mindful in May program. And for those of us who are wanting to deepen our connection with you, Dr. Elise, you do have another um, project that you're working on. Can you quickly just in a nutshell give us a little yeah. bit about that so that anybody that's wanting to to expand or deepen their connection with you um, could sure. do that? Sure, yeah. So um, I've launched um, a a website project called the Mind Life Project, so mindlifeproject.com, and that's really a space where I um, can do my other passion, which is coaching people. So I'm really passionate about helping people become more empowered in their lives, um, um, find what 
really matters to them and 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 execute that and um and also just bringing my sort of practice in psychology and psychiatry um more psychology just helping people to understand themselves so that they can live really aligned with what matters most to them um and i'm also teaching i also do teach mindfulness in the corporate sector through through that site as well okay great okay so so there's um first and foremost uh if we're we at the end of each show, we're always looking for a, a um, something we can do in a minute or less that mm. will enhance our practice of mindfulness. It will call our attention back and enable us to liberate it in a really powerful way moving forward. What would that be, Elise? Well, look, can I sneak in two things? I'll oh, do. Okay, so the first one would be I really like the mindful practice, which takes less than a minute. When you wake up in the morning, just connect with five breaths. Actually feel the breaths in your body as they move in and out. And then at the end of those five breaths, just think about things that you're grateful for and just realize that you're blessed to be waking up in good health to start another beautiful day. I think starting the day like that really orientates you rather than getting up and going, oh, I'm so tired and oh, I'm going to drag my feet, can't get out of bed. Like it's really about orientating yourself in this way that just supports you to live with more wellness and happiness. So that's sort of a practice. Love it. The way we start our day is the way we live our day. Yes, I really like that. And then, of course, I mean, I I have to do an unashamed plug and say that uh, it really takes less than one minute to get on the computer right now. Go to www.mindfulinmay.org, click the register button and sign up a team or an individual, sign yourself up as an individual, and you'll start getting your emails on the 1st of May. Um, Just to add to that, so it's very clear to people, there's a $30 registration fee. Now, that's not a donation. That's actually just the money that goes to help us continue to run Mindful in May each year. Um, And then if you want to be part of the impact, then you can make a donation yourself, or or if you prefer, you can get sponsored and, and fund great and do people um, do that through the website as well yeah it's all through the website fabulous fabulous well thank you so much elise that brings us to the end of another mindful um one minute mindfulness show i want to thank you particularly for joining us today and sharing this wonderful project the very first thing i'll be doing is when i get off is signing up for uh, mindful in may so it's www.mindfulinmay.org. Yeah. Um, go there now, get involved, get your team, get your family involved. Is it something that kids can do? Uh, yeah, look, a lot of parents say that they do do it with their kids. Um, probably, yeah, sort of from about. Okay, so, so get everybody, everybody you can involved. And there are so many other ways that you can stay connected with us on the couch. So please do go to our website. All the W's, thewellnesscouch.com forward slash OMM show. And that's where you'll find other great shows um, and people on the couch who are totally dedicated to supporting you in your wellness adventure. And if you love this show, as I know that you do, go now and post it or tweet it or share it with your online family and do go and subscribe to our podcast on YouTube. So um, you can also join our Facebook community www.facebook.com forward slash omm show the om show leave your comments and questions and of course we'll get to explore those um, in other shows and so again dr elise thank you so much for being uh, with us really really appreciate it may the best emerge in for your um 
4th Mindful in May. And we'll look forward to connecting with you again and celebrating uh, even more clean water um, yes. for our our developing world. So thank you again. Uh, My pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. And, yeah, I look forward to joining with many other people who might have been listening to this call to meditate this May. Yoo-hoo. <laughs> this has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.